What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another Games Talk Live. This is uh, Season 2, Episode 1, with my very good friend, the one and only, Ashen Luca. Luca Teal, the Ashen One. Yes, the Ashen One, the Ashen Lucario. It's me. I'm here. I'm hey, here. what's going Finally. on? What What is Finally. going on with you? I've been trying it's to been, get you on the show forever. Listen, forever. I've been, ducking, I've been ducking and dodging the camera for years now. So, But I'm here. You know, I'm on cam and you got me. So I think we should have a good time, you know? Most definitely. Most definitely. And Luca, uh, you know what? Let's, let's go ahead and start off. You know what? Screw that. We're going to start off with something that you're not really uh, too fond of, uh, of doing here, but it's something that I do with every guest. And uh, we're, we're going to go ahead and not that we need an icebreaker here because we've known each other for, what, five years now. But we're going to go ahead and do a little five questions. Five Ooh. questions. Yes, that's me in the stupid little suit. What in the world? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. This is cute. All right, Luca, five questions for trivia, and one that's going to be subjective, but I have the power to say whether you're wrong or right in this situation. Um, don't have all my things set up here, folks, because I don't have my studio. I don't have a studio here. So, of course, I just have the green screen going on, but um, in the future, I should have all my little sounds and everything ready to go. I, so, anyways, we're going to get on with this. Uh Let's go ahead with question number one here, Luca. And that is, in Demon Souls, the large sword of moonlight is the only weapon in the game that can pass through shields. True or false? False. Correct. Correct. You got that one right? That's good. See, this might be too easy, folks. Uh, you know, I, I said, she's like so scared of doing five questions. So I said, let me tailor it around. I was not scared. Okay? Games. I, I was letting you know. I was like, I don't know anything about this. Industry. Yeah, she's like, I have no idea about anything with video games. And then she gets the yeah. first question right. Yeah, sure. Whatever, Luca. Yeah, we, we, we believe you now. Um, you know what? I, I may have my, let me see if I have my sound. No, I don't have the sound for it. Dang it. That sucks. Anyway. Sorry. No ding sound, folks. No ding sound. And it's it's different without it, man. Uh, anyway. Who is the first boss you encounter in the first Dark Souls game? The Asylum, Dion. Uh, is it, uh, in the first The first game? Dark Souls? Yeah, it's, it's the uh, Asylum de Demon. You walk outside and he's wandering around in the courtyard and then you have to go upstairs and then you hop down to attack them correct ding let's 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 pretend there's a ding here uh these these are gonna suck because she knows all of them uh <laughs> question three uh when comparing dark souls one to two and three uh what makes the bonfires different in dark souls one from the other two games in Dark Souls 1, you have to work in order to get the ability to, uh, what's the word, uh, travel between bonfires. Ding, 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 ding. You you got it. You These are too easy, folks. So, uh, okay. So, this one is a, an audio question. Can you tell right. me either the name of this boss theme music or which Dark Souls game it comes from? That's, um, 
name? Gwen's theme from Dark Souls One. You're wrong. Is it the is it the remix version from Dark Souls Three or? That one is actually Soul of Cinder. Uh, oh, okay. Dark so, Souls yeah, Three. I can actually. Soul okay. of Cinder uses Gwen's theme. Oh, does in Dark it? Souls One? Yeah, in the oh. second half of the fight. So, so you're telling me that this has like two answers? Yeah, because it's kind of like a. The Soul of Cinder is an homage. It's to not. All it's of the not players. different at all. Um, I actually, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's like mm, a remix mm. to it or not. All I know is that in the second half of the fight, it starts to play, and okay. essentially the Soul of Cinder is like, it uses different uh, builds that Dark Souls players like to use throughout the game. So it's like then it does Gwen's theme in the second half. Mm. It's like an homage to Gwen. Like oh, like you know, this is the first. Like the first boss in Darks, the first ending boss in Dark Souls, you know what I'm saying? So Gwen has like a special place in people's hearts. So it's it's an homage to Gwen. So really, I did not know that. Um, so I will let uh, the audience decide whether she gets it or not. Um, you guys can decide that. Uh, decide her fate on that one, people. By the way, I don't even have it. I don't have anything up. I can't even see the people. What is well, going yeah, on here? Is there anybody Say even that. in there? Yeah, yeah. there's uh, 52 people. What's up, guys? What's up? Ah, man. Hi. Yeah, I don't have anything up here. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a while, folks, as you can tell. There, I've got them up. I see. Okay, they're saying that she gets it. So we're going to give it to you. Dude, I am. I have a so, soul fiend, man. Like so basically, you. Luca, yeah. you, you got all four questions right let's see if you can get this one right okay. what's your favorite gaming experience of all time favorite gaming experience of all time um you know i had a really good time with mass effect 2 like that was one of those games that just sticks with you, you yeah know she understand? wins yeah, <laughs> in terms she of wins. the storytelling and the character development and everything. So yeah, yeah, you d you definitely win. You, you you won the game. You don't win anything, but you you got to sit here with me and and yeah. answer the five questions. But yeah. it's not the same without my mood music and my flipping man. I, I really like yeah, the ding. I was ding. waiting. I, I like was the, waiting ding, for the so. ding. I was like, where is it? Like, yeah, I I need to fix all that because right now, like I said, the studio is not really here. And it's just, you know, this is just a makeshift or whatever. I'm trying to get by people. I'm trying to do my thing here. No, you're good. So I, I, th I think it's it's working out okay. Um, I've got a couple of people in the chat already. Um, I've got Gotti360. Uh, what's up, Gotti? He says, uh, uh, happy 4th to both y'alls. Uh, yeah. You know what? Happy it, fourth, is, it, it is going to be a 4th of July tomorrow. Unfortunately, I got to work tomorrow. Well, actually, fortunately, because we make a lot more money, you know, working that day. So I'm good with it. Uh, Hargeet Shani. Uh, Hargeet, man. Thank you very much. He says, GTL's back. Hey, Luca and Fonz. What's up, man? Uh, let me get this. Uh, these others here. Uh, we've got one here from Biff Rinaldi. What's up, Biff? He says, welcome back, good sir. Hello, Luca. Hello. Hello. Mo B. With the five dollar super chat says, "Big homie Fonz, we need to, uh, we do need sounds. We are glad that you and GTL is back. Everybody hit that like button. Yes, we do need sounds. Uh, I agree. Happy to see Luca. He says so. Yeah, everybody's here, of course, to see the Ashen one, the Ashen Luca. Um, 
Now, basically today, uh, we don't really have much in the way of gaming news to talk about. So as I was like thinking about it, uh, there was something that I did want to touch on on this show in the past. And it was basically uh, gaming culture and everything that surrounds it, basically. And I've always wanted to do this topic, but with somebody from the opposite sex, because uh, for me, I feel like that's how you can kind of get both sides of this whole thing, like uh, with gaming culture and, and how people perceive things, because let's face it, men and women think differently. We at least process things differently in our brains. It's, it's scientific. It's a fact. We all do it. We, we process things differently. In the end, I, you know, we're the same intellectually and, 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 you know, it, it's not like it goes against our cognitive skills or intelligence. We, we, on, on the broader scope we're we are the same, but we just process things differently. Um, so basically Luca, uh, how I wanted to start this discussion was, uh, I kind of wanted to ask you, um, what is your perception of, of a gamer or gamers? When you hear somebody um, ask that, like, what, what is your perception? Like, what comes to your mind? Well, uh, you know, a gamer is just somebody who plays video games, you know what I'm saying? So, okay. or any kind of game. Um, you know, yeah, just someone who plays games, basically. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all I really think about. It sounds like a, a simple question, yet it's kind of complex, especially when you think about somebody on the outside looking in. Um people that aren't typically gamers, what are some of the things that they perceive gamers to be? I mean, I'm going to give a real view, buddy. Uh, they think gamers are losers, you know, losers, uh, nerds, yeah, nerds. Um, I've had female friends where they're just like, they've kind of had to not get used to the idea, I guess you could say, but you know, you could, I guess when you're, you know, when you're having a conversation and you're like, yeah, I play video games. You can kind of see it in mm -hmm. their eyes. They're like, mm, okay. Like the little judgment. But once they understand, like once you explain it and they get it, it's like, oh, okay, it's just a hobby, cool. And and then they they think things like uh, misogynistic, sexist, violent, all that stuff. Like they 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 have this perceived notion of gamers and what they are. Um, I had this argument not too long ago. Um, I was talking with somebody about um, the recent uh, mass shootings we had and everything, and his mm -hmm. immediate thing was, you know, it's these video games. These video games is why this stuff is happening. And I got into kind of a heated argument with him because it's it's bullshit, you know, at the end of the day. Uh, studies have been conducted, uh, you know, out there, uh, many of them, and they've all come back with no evidence to really support that, that video games do cause violent tendencies. So uh, I, and I would tell him this stuff and it's like I couldn't get through to him. He still feels that way. And there's many people out there who do. What's your thoughts on that, on violence in video games? And, you know, what, what do you think about that? Do, do, you, do you think that somebody, uh, well, I won't say nobody couldn't be. Uh, I think there'd be a problem with the person already before they, uh, you know, committed an act. I don't think it would be just, oh, a video game, you know, made them do this or that. Yeah, I usually I usually just tell people, um, I'm like, you know, there's, you know, video games sell and exist in different countries, mm -hmm. right? And what's the mass shooting rates for other countries? And then that usually shuts people up. So True. But then other countries as well, they don't have as many weapons on the street as 
you know, our country. That, that That's kind of a thing, too. But there are mass stabbings. That, that would be a, a different conversation. Then. Yeah. It's like, if, OK, so if there's a lot of weapons available on the street, what's the actual issue here? Is it really the video mm-hmm. games or how available these weapons are? That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are a lot of mass stabbings and stuff in other countries. That happens. Um, but the overall thing, it's just one of those things where that's just one piece of the whole situation where I think people view gamers a certain way. Um, the sexism and misogynistic things, especially because we do have some games tailored um, in a way where, you know, sex sells. I mean, we know that, Luca. So some of these games, some of these characters sometimes are portrayed in a certain way. Maybe the cleavage is being shown, uh, you know, short skirts, whatever. How do you feel about when you get into a game with, uh, you know, a female character that's kind of dressed scantily clad and, you know, showing cleavage, short skirt, whatever? Listen, I like having something nice to look at, buddy. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't Luke see the problem. one of the boys here today. <laughs> just, I'm just saying, like, you know, for me personally, um, I, I'm a huge fan of RPGs. So it's like part of that is me dressing up my character and my character looking good. Same. So it's like whether I'm playing as a girl or a guy, I just want them to look good. And how often, how often have we, you know, for years, I mean, going back to the 80s even, we've had male protagonists, shirtless, you know, and, yeah. and nothing's ever said. But I know it's not the same with, with females or at least uh, society doesn't view it as being the same as, you know, say a female protagonist showing cleavage or whatever. Um, with gigantic boobs or, what, or whatnot. But uh, in the end, it, you know, for me, I, I just feel like it, it's it's dumb. And a study was just recently conducted and the findings and everything, they'll be out in October and in some, uh, it's, it's going to be posted in some journal. So some psychologists got together and they talked with people. They, they studied some gamers and stuff. And they said they saw no evidence of really uh, these types of games leading to misogyny or sexism or anything like that as well. So it's funny how stereotypes and things are getting broken down through these studies and stuff. Yet people out there will still always, you know, kind of correlate the two. Gaming with sexism, gaming with misogyny, gaming with violence. And it's 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 just it's it's one of those things where I find it it's dumb, but at the same time, it's something that we have to deal with as gamers. Um, that outside perception of us. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't help that there's people in subgroups of the gaming culture that do behave in that manner. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But like at the same time, this this community isn't unique. There's a ton of communities that do engage in. Very nasty behavior. So it's just kind of like, I think it's just human nature to be awful. Uh, <laughs> she said human nature to be awful. Well, it's, it's human nature to be tribalistic, right? And that's another aspect of gaming culture, right? Mm-hmm. We have tribalism. You know, we uh, tribalism is inherent in, in all of us. And whether it be sporting events or, or sports teams, whether it be, you know, uh, movies you know people are out there saying their team whatever or versus team you know what johnny team johnny versus team amber uh you know who was it in twilight team uh, i don't know Edward edward and jacob all those things like so there's tribalism everywhere because that's inherent in all of us not just gamers but why do you think it is that gamers 
it seems, and, and I know we're part of just one small community, and it's a large community. There's thousands in this little community that we are personally a part of, right? But we're just part of a bigger, bigger community. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's millions of little pockets of gamers out there, I would say, in different communities. Yeah. And But in the end, we're all kind of the same. We all kind of feel the same. We all kind of do the same stuff. Um, there's some that are worse than others, but the communities are pretty much the same. So when we always generalize our little community and we talk about things and we say, well, we're just a small part of the community. True. But we are a part of that bigger community that feels the same. Uh, the gamers everywhere, are all the communities everywhere pretty much feel the same. But why do you think it is that, you know, the fanboyism, it, it feels like that for gamers anyway, it feels like fanboyism here is is on a different level than say even, you know, Android iPhone or, you know, Team Jacob, Team whatever, you know. What is it about the gamers that are so freaking passionate about their console that they're willing to like die on a hill on the stupidest things for? Well, I actually, I don't really agree that it's just like in this space because I've been a part of a lot of fandoms, you know, like I grew up with internet culture, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's like, I've been in a lot of like TV show fandoms, uh, book fandoms, that kind of thing. Speak on it. And I got it, man, listen, yeah, it's bad here, but there's other places where it's like, it's like, okay, um, this one fandom I'm in, they're like, they go ahead, they make fun of how the actors look because the actor plays a character they don't like they do stuff like that or Mm. uh someone dies of like a drug overdose and you're like oh well you know they make fun of the actor for dying because they don't like the character you know what i'm saying so it's like it's i've i've grown up seeing people be that awful uh in terms of like lack of um respect towards other human beings that kind of thing so when i joined this community i was just like yeah Hmm. of course these people are crazy like that makes sense too because every fandom I've been a part of has like a subset of nut jobs in it. So like, I just feel like it seems uh, very prevalent because we are heavily involved in yes. the gaming space. But like, I'm since I'm a part of other fandoms as well, I'm like actively seeing other people uh, behave in a very unbecoming manner as like too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just, it doesn't really hit me like, and that's what I kind of, and I think I said that wrong too, because my, mm-hmm. my question should have been, why is the perception that we are viewed worse than those others when in reality, it's not that bad, you know, or, or it's just as bad, I should say, because it does get bad. You know, there's certain yeah, fanboys yeah. out there. It's, it's pretty toxic, but like you said, in other, you know, fandoms, it, it, it's just as bad. It's just as bad. Um, but again, it's that perception of the gamer. It's, it's that perception of being a loser. It's that perception of being, you know, that nerd who'll just die on a hill for what his piece of plastic, you know, and it, it's sad. We've got, what do you think about this community? And, you know, when you come across a certain individual who seems to be really toxic, what, what, what do you really do in that situation if they're trying to have a conversation with you, um, yet you know the type of person they are based on his other dealings with other people, and he's pretty toxic. Do you try to keep them um, part of the discussion, or do you do you end up just muting, blocking? Yeah, uh, there's like there's a lot of really awful people, or uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, maybe they're not awful as people. 
people who've said and done awful things that I interact with uh, pretty regularly and stuff. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because it's just kind of like at the end of the day, in this particular community that we're in, no one, no one actually cares if you're like an awful person. Um, if you want to be here and you want to stay, you can stay. Like I have seen people do and say some of the worst things ever. I've seen people be sexist and homophobic, uh, racist, lots of racism. Uh, I've seen people and heard people threaten to kill other people. Um, I have seen and yeah, guns. Yeah, pulling out guns on videos. Pulling out guns on videos. That's happened at least three times uh, so far. Uh, I have seen people. and heard about people sending unsolicited uh, yeah. pics. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. So it's and and all those guys, all of them, they're still around. So it's just like for me, it's like since I realize that these people, like no one actually cares about any of the issues they claim to care about. It's just kind of like, okay, this person's on the Xbox side or this person's on the PlayStation side. So we're gonna use it as a talking point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and and then it seems like some people get rallied around because they're on their side. You know, even when they do something so terrible, like send pictures of themselves to underage girls, you know, and they get rallied around because, hey, he's 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 one of us. And it's disgusting to me that that happens at times. And more and more as I'm getting older, Luca, I seem to just be blocking people just right away. I, I, I stop really interacting with a lot of these people because there's no point. You're not ever going to change their mind on things. And they're there, some of them anyway. I feel like they're there just to cause grief. I really do. I, I feel yeah, like. I, I agree with you. There are some of them where it's like, if I don't know them and it's like particularly egregious, I just, I do just block them and stuff. Yeah. Um, but at the, like I said, man, at the same time, like there are so many people who have been exposed mm-hmm. for doing and saying like the worst things in the world and everyone like, people still talk to them they're still around they still show up in like spaces or podcasts uh so i just like you know i just moderate my own friend group and i keep with my own friend group and i am just mindful of who i'm talking to you know what i'm saying yeah and And, uh keep it moving basically yeah yeah and and it's it's that fanboy lack of self-awareness that we see a lot of like these people just do not have any self-awareness at all sometimes and, and they just expose themselves all the time. Yeah. And, and I, I love that. But anyways, uh, let me get a couple of these super chats here. Um, I've got one here from Outbreak Podcast. Uh, I'm going to be on this guy's podcast soon. Um, this, of course, is Web Dave. And I know yeah, you were on his guy. show. Good yeah, guy. Really good guy. guy. Yeah. Um, he get he basically talks uh, to the gamers and the community members out there, and kind of does like a behind the scenes sort of thing. Gets to know the people and and gives you guys a better insight into what the people are about and all that stuff. These these people that we know as you know gamers, influencers, whatever you know, content creators. It's really cool. Anyways, he says, "Fonz, welcome back, sir. Luca is an amazing person. I agree. Oh, appreciate Luca's you, brother. awesome." Appreciate you, brother. We've got flame in the house. He says, Missed you, Fonz. Welcome back. Also, hi, Luca. Hi. <laughs> she said, Hi. Uh, we've got the Darge Knight. Darge, my buddy. He says, Evening all. Just stopping in to see my good friend Fonz and my queen, Luca. Hey, what's we'll up? Listen King? Back tomorrow. How you doing? Love from London. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Darge is cool. Uh yeah, we've he's got a good guy. 
Jez, he says, uh, question, do y'all like beans? No, I don't like them where you like them, Jez, all right? Okay, well, like what, what is this like about? Them. This has got to be an inside thing with you. Okay, so he's always posting, like, weird bean memes on, like, the timeline. Just weird pictures featuring, like, a lot of beans and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, like one of those... No, I don't. ...beans <laughs> and, like, weird food combinations, that kind of thing. It's just like, Jess, what are you doing, man? Like, like what's going on, man? Like, what's happening? Yeah, next, that's so? weird. That That's mm-hmm. really weird. Um, but, you know, beans are all right. You know, I can eat them baked. I can eat them, you know... Uh, Anyway, really, beans are good, you know, beans on the stove are good, but um, I'm not uh, a huge fan, not one to post pictures of beans all the time. It's kind of an odd thing. <laughs> She's like, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Hargeet Chani, again, my good friend, he says, uh, ultimately, it comes down to human tribalism. People want to belong to a tribe and defend that tribe. That can translate to any area, Chevy Ford, Coke, Pepsi, sports teams, et cetera, not just consoles. And yeah, that's what we were talking about. Um, Android iPhone is another big one. You, you, you'd be surprised. I own both an Android and uh, an iPhone. And people are like, well, how, how can you do that? How can you do that? And how can you even go back and forth once you held an iPhone and seeing everything that it can do? And then you go back to that uh, that cheap iPhone that, you know, is way behind in terms of, you know, in, in uh, innovation and stuff. And I'm like, Listen, listen, I like what they both have to offer. I, it's the same with consoles with me. I like what they both have to offer. They offer different things, you know, and I, I love that. And I don't know if, if there's like anything um, chemically in the brain that's wrong with me as a person because I can do that, you know, no, like some people can do that. And, and, and but not everybody can. Like, I've never been the type to be oh my God, this is my sports team and I don't like any other sports team. I've never been that way. And I like a lot of sports teams, but I've never been the one guy that says, nope, I don't like that because this is my team right here. I don't, I I mean, is that, that's kind of weird, isn't it? No, it's not weird at all. Um, I think, I mean, there's a lot of people who are like that. Maybe not people you see every day in this space that we exist in but they do exist and um i listen i don't think there's anything wrong with having a preference either it's just like for me personally oh no not at all uh it's just like if i don't like something it has to be for a reason and these consoles like i really don't care enough about them to have like some kind of personal feelings about them you know what yeah I'm yeah so it's yeah. like i don't have any personal feelings enough to dislike them even when i was like making fun of and ragging on nintendo just for funsies I still got a switch, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I, I have every yeah. single platform. I, I like playing on what I play on. It it's like whatever to me. Yeah, um, you like playing the games you want to play wherever they're at. And that's that's good. That's at, fine. Yeah. Hargeet Shiny, of course, he's put up a code there for Game Pass Ultimate three months. I'm sure somebody already snagged it because uh, they're that fast out there. But enjoy that. Um and yes, uh somebody said uh slow news week confirmed. Yes. This is no, slow, bad, slow it's, news it's week for gaming. Around, yeah. There's uh, really was, nothing to talk about. There's, there's nothing to talk about, dude. Yeah. I uh, I have my own podcast for those who don't know, and we were just like, "So, what are we talking about, boys? Mm-hmm. What, what what are we talking about? It, it was, it's tough, man. It's definitely yeah, tough. Basically, it's 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 one of those things, guys. Where look, I had to come back at a certain point because I like doing this show, and 
it just sucks that it happens to be on a slow news week. And I had to drag my uh, my homie over here down with me into flames on GTO. But she's here. She's going to go down with the ship as well. And uh, we're going to sit here and talk to you as long as we can. And then when we get bored, we're going to say, okay, we're done. You know, we're getting out of here. Um, and Boba Fett said, Fonz is just super chill. That's all. Yeah. Well, I'm super chill today. Um, I wish there was more to talk about, but there really isn't. And, uh, what were we talking? Oh yeah. We were talking about the tribalistic stuff and yeah, basically, um, with the whole thing with Twitter and stuff, that's a whole nother freaking issue into itself is the craziness that is Twitter. But the biggest thing out there, Luca, that, I, that, that, you know, gaming culture, the biggest thing to hit gaming culture recently, hit it hard, was this whole news about teabagging. Teabagging in video games. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you something. Do you feel that you should get consent from somebody before you teabag them in a game? <laughs> Let me ask you a counter question. Do you think you should get consent before you kill somebody in a game? Should you ask them before you shoot them? Uh, Touche. No? Um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I find it weird, right? And I, I said that to a guy because we had this conversation on, on Twitter. Again, it was a pointless, stupid conversation. It started off okay, then he got kind of weird, and then he just kept going. And I was like, dude, I don't want to have this conversation with you. And basically the gist of it was I was speaking to you when your posts on the situation, and I said, oh, yeah. I personally – Never really view it as sexual. I view it more as uh, just disrespect. Basically, I killed you. Now I'm doing this to you. And yes, I know the the context behind it is sexual. It's obvious what it, what it mm-hmm. means. But this guy was like, Fonz, that's just stupid. How can you say it's not sexual? You know, you're putting virtual balls into their mouth. And I said, uh, there is no virtual balls anywhere in these in these games. And number two, I'm, I'm hitting the crouch button over and over. And I'm just basically doing this to disrespect them. So this is the way I view it. I don't view it as being sexual. And I don't view it as I need consent from somebody. And he just kept going on about it. And I finally was just like, dude, this is how I perceive it. If you perceive it another way, and he, then he proceeds to tell me, it doesn't bother me, but it is sexual. And I'm like, if it doesn't bother you, why are you even going on with these semantics? It, it, I cannot stand people like that, Luca. And I'm sure you encounter people like that a lot as well. It's just, man. Yeah, uh, I just think it's it's a silly conversation um, in the sense that it's like, like listen like you you gotta go through some mental gymnastics to to say some some goofy shit like that man like in my opinion i really just think that the chick who put it out there she probably got bodied in a game and someone teabagged her and she got like upset about it so she decided to come on social media and or and say something real stupid i think i think that person who sent it out there because i looked at their handle and everything on twitter i i think that's a troll oh completely plausible too unfortunately like even if that is a troll, I have seen real developers come out and say that that's like teabagging is a a, a sexual assault or something. Oh know? my gosh, so. yeah, and and I've I've uh, yeah I've read recent articles on that because of all this. There has been articles written about this situation, and they've basically said uh, some people are calling it sexual assault, and I'm like, no, no, we're not doing this. Three four three themselves even coded a bot to teabag in the game 
when that yeah. was in beta. You remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. It's like, well, did this bot just teabag me? Yeah, I know. I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's it's a dangerous conversation in the sense that it, it takes away from like how serious actual harassment and assault and is. Assault you know is. What I'm and trying to compare pixels on the screen to the harassment and assault real people face is disgusting, in my opinion. Especially when it's so. given in a certain manner, it's it's done on video games where it is more of a sign of disrespect and it's just like i killed you ha 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 and and they crouch up and down and they run away nobody's sitting there really thinking man i'm putting my you know and and nobody's doing that luca nobody yeah i think everyone's pretty much aware it's kind of like a it's it's a taunt you know like i don't do it i don't do it first but whenever i do get teabagged i make it my mission to find the person who teabagged me so i can teabag them back you know and after i kill them so that's typically what I do. And I feel like that's, I mean, I feel like most people who are in the culture just know that that's what it means. It's like a, this person is just being a douchebag. Disrespect. So let's go ahead and let's go ahead and go, let's go find him and kill him, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think in the chat anyway about teabagging? What, how do you guys really honestly feel about it? Um, Erica for the win is already put in there. Clam slam. That's what she does, I guess, in gaming. Uh, yeah, that's that's the female equivalent of it. Yeah. We talked about and, it a couple of days ago. <laughs> yeah, matter of fact, I was playing um, Halo Infinite online with Fun Speculation in that gang. Uh, as, yeah. Look, Assassin Lupa and uh, Lupa, Caitlin, yeah. they Caitlin, both yeah. clam slammed me a lot in that <laughs> game when they killed me. And they were saying as they it too. Should. And, as they and, should. And look, and I never felt once like, oh my gosh, she should have gotten consent from me. You know, I, I didn't feel assaulted. I didn't feel any way about it. I just felt like, man, the disrespect from, from some friends, you know, that's that's the way I felt about it. It was just fun. It was all in fun. Um, I'm going to get to these uh, super chats before they go away. Moby mm-hmm. uh, says, we are just happy you're back, brother. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Just wish it was a better, uh, a better news week for sure. Um, Hargeet with another super chat. Thank you, brother. He says, uh, oh, wow. He says, okay. So I guess he's trying to say ponies can send uh, pics, you know what kind of pics, to Sony devs, but teabagging is harassment. Teabag style with the 2200 global credits here. Uh, he's got the the credits up. You can get in Halo Infinite there. Uh, pick them up if you haven't already. Whoever got those, of course, enjoy. But Argeet, yes, yeah. Uh, but what what was that all about with people sending dick pics to Sony developers and then asking about the date for Ragnarok? What? what, what the, yeah. Uh, listen. What is that? Look, why uh, did you do that? Why did you do that? Luca? Why did I send dick pics to that chick, man? I don't yeah. fucking know, man. I thought it would work, man. I thought I'd get the God of War. Yeah, you did. Release date. No, I really like. Listen, I, I, you would have to listen. You got to have a certain kind of mindset to send unsolicited dick pics in general, right? Mm-hmm. But you got to be some kind of brainlet if you think that sending dick pics is going to convince some chick who works there to release exactly the date. like how there's no I mean there's no logic there. So I just think they were doing it to be douchebags to be quite yeah. honest and they, they, hiding it behind like this um idea of getting the release date early. It's just very silly. I feel for the I feel for her though. She's attractive woman and just getting harassed by a bunch of freaks i get it man i definitely get it yeah I, I i don't know which who it was to but i heard about it and i was just like what were they thinking they were sitting there one day and they were like hey, you want to see my dick? 
some weird stuff like that like their internal monologue was telling them to do something like that yes maybe i can i can get that maybe i can get the data if i just show her my way yeah, yeah, there's like, first no. of all, girl, listen, I'm letting, most girls do not like unsolicited dick pics. I'm just putting that out there, guys, so. No, no, do not do yeah, that, don't people. Don't them, you know what I'm saying? Don't, yeah, don't now that. that, now that can constitute some, uh, you know, sexual, uh, what harassment. But yeah, that is stuff. sexual yeah. harassment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so, that so that is. And if is anyone ever, thing. so it's never happened to me, right? But if it ever really? happens, yeah. If it ever happens, I'm I'm putting that person out on front street. Like I'm exposing. You. I know you I'm, would. I am exposing I, I know you, would. you. Whoever does it, man. So. Yeah, and I uh, I figured that that's probably happened to you just because you're a female in in the Twitterverse. Um, I figured that that would have already happened to you. No, most people don't know I'm and, a girl because I don't have my picture up. So. Oh, you use yes, uh, the hyenas and stuff. Yes, that's what yeah. you always use, and and uh, but. But still, you always talk about, like, I'm a girl or whatever. You say it sometimes, like, you know, in, in posts. And I'm sure a lot of people know in this community by now. So that's why uh, I thought that you would you would have been like, harassed. I feel like um, the main people who I've interacted with and who I've, I've been on podcasts with, uh, the people in their chats, mm -hmm. they know. But, like, generally on Twitter, Twitter's like a different space. So I don't – I would not assume that most of my followers know that I'm a girl unless I talk about it, um, you know, so I don't make it easy because I, I do tend to quote, reach quote, retweet men and women in equal measure. I'm just like, oh, this person looks good or whatever. Right. So I'm sure people are like, I, I can't tell. Uh, and then when I, cause whenever I do post <laughs> I a picture, tell. but yeah, whenever I do post a picture, people are like, girl, yeah. you're a woman or you're black, you know, that kind of thing. Well, so. I, you know, I Going back to years before we were on Real Deal Xbox podcast together, that's right, people. If you don't know, if you don't know, she was the one of the OGs with me, me, yeah, Dealer Her All North. Day, yeah. Colt Eastwood, and Dealer Gaming. We started RDX together. and um, But before that, I remember hearing you on another podcast, and I'll just say it. I was listening, and I go, who is this little kid, this little boy? And why yeah, is he on the show with a bunch of adults? This is kind of weird. Mm -hmm. And I felt awkward. And and then like later on, when I found out who you were, I was like, oh, I felt so stupid. I was like, oh man, I'm sorry. But it really okay, so it turns it comes into a thing. If you if you use a little bit of logic here, what sense would it make for a 13-year-old boy to be on a podcast with a bunch of grown men? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know. So that's what that's always what I say to people. I'm like, you thought boy before you thought girl, really? Yeah, I, th I thought I you know, I thought that you were a little kid, little boy, yeah. and I was like, this this is weird. Like why? And, yeah. and he was cursing and stuff, and I was like, what is going on here? Um, I get it though. Most people aren't used to hearing women on male dominated, male centric podcasts. I get that. So. I get. I guess at the time, yeah, because I I never came into contact with any of that. Um, there was like a. I found out later that there was an all girl podcast as well for gaming and then i was like oh okay so everybody's you know doing this and everything i didn't know because back then podcasting was new to me so i i, I yeah. didn't know girls wanted to talk about video games in this space i was just like whoa okay cool um but yeah it was just one of those things where when i heard you i thought man who's this little boy and then i met you and i was like oh man luke is cool as shit man 
Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, BK Born Gaming uh, says, uh, welcome back, Fawn. Shout out to you and the homie Luca. P.S. Good, my boy. Get this teabag consent out of here. Uh, laugh aloud. If they want to teabag me, big pause. I will find them and just teabag them right back. That's it. Yeah. I'm not even one should, to teabag buddy. people at all anyway. But I've always been like, I would get annoyed when people did it to me and I would remember their name and I would find them and try to kill them every time because I hated being teabagged. That's just the way I look at it. It's just disrespect. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the way I feel about it too. I do the same thing. If you teabag me, I'm coming after you. you mm -hmm. And that's, yeah, yeah. It just, it, and then it's one of those things too where you've seen like teabagging has been around forever. Forever, and, yeah. When it happens now, like, I I'm shocked that people still do it. I'm like, really? You just teabagged me? Really? You disrespected me like that? And it's it's just more irritation on top of the annoying frustration that, yeah, you killed me and you did that. Um, Boba Fett Gaming with the 20. Thank you very much, my friend. He says, uh, glad to have you back, Fonz. You make my Monday mornings more bearable. Great guest choice in Luca. Yeah, if I'm going to have somebody here to talk about nothing... It's going to be Luca. Yeah, for sure. No, it's it's great being here with you, Luca. But uh, yeah, you know, um, it, so anything new going around in the uh, space that you that you might want to uh, bring up here at all? Because I, I've got a couple other little things I can, but I'm going to, you know, ask you. Anything Honestly, you guys... dude, uh, I mean, there's really nothing going on. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like very boring. Um, you know, I'm very, I'm very bored. In, you are not. Oh, okay, like... you're bored, but you're not very boring. Don't ever say that. No, um, no, no. Well, yeah, you're not I, very just, boring. No, I'm just, I'm just bored in general, dude. Like, I, I listen. I, I do enjoy the build up to E3 and all that stuff, but the weeks after are always so dry. It's like this every single year. So I'm just kind of like cruising just going through the motions just chilling with the boys so that summer games fest was trash oh it's still better than e3 but let me not speak let me not speak on the xbox showcase no, well i know that you didn't care for it i thought it was okay i thought it was good i i didn't have any real problems with it other than where's the games in 2022 um the big games anyway for first party that's that's the issue i took with it um but again you know xbox takes an l for that well, uh, but i didn't think the show was that bad i, I thought the show so, had a lot of gameplay i will i went back because fonz has been on my podcast before guys and um this was a stream where fonz was there and we were talking about xbox's upcoming 2019 e3 right mm -hmm. and um slow-mo was like yeah i'm looking forward to seeing playgrounds new game and whatever obsidian's working on and whatever uh, Ninja Theory is working on. And I hear that, and I'm just like, those games are still not out. And that was in 2018 with us talking Damn. about Damn. So I'm just kind of like. Damn. You know? Gosh, you got a point there. But, yeah. again, the whole COVID thing, uh, we, we pretty much, developers lost, like, two years there. I mean, there wasn't well, what much. What about the other developers coming out with good games? Hmm? Yeah. Well, Lots here's the thing. Methods. How long How long have they been working on those games? We, you know, I don't know. Probably around the same time. <laughs> okay, Luca. Stop being I'm just uh, saying, logical listen, here. I, I, but, listen, I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, you know just, not everybody know can that. bring out an Elden Ring, right? Not everybody can do that. And that Elden no, Ring was, know. what, three and a half years? Let's see here. Sekiro is 2019. So um, they tend to co-develop those. So like they'll be working on something as they're releasing a game. So 
it would yeah. make sense if they were working on it while doing Sekiro. Yeah. And I know a lot of people will say, oh, they used a lot of the same assets. It doesn't look did, much yes. different than the others. True. It does look different, though. But the game design was impeccable. I, I feel the open world is amazing. I like it, is, it better. Yeah. Um, so I can't wait to see what they do next. But I have a feeling like mm -hmm. people are talking about Bloodborne 2 and things like that. I don't foresee I don't them making that an open world thing. I think that'll be a linear thing. Just like the yeah, first. If they if they even do have Bloodborne too, who knows? Man? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Bloodborne and Sekiro are like one of those those projects where it's like these are one off projects that we're going to do and see and change up our style a little bit, and then we'll never go back to it. I really mm. think that it's like that. Which don't get me wrong, Bloodborne's great, and so is Sekiro. You know, I love those games. So three forty fifth in chat says, Fonzo the Gaming, are you getting a Steam Deck? No, no, I'm, I'm not, not getting, getting a Steam Deck. Deck. No. no. Uh, yeah, she said no either. Uh, what's the reason why you're not getting one? I have no reason to have one. Like, the only reason I would use it is if I'm going to California to visit my mom, but I'm not doing but, that very often. You know what I'm saying? But so, PCMR. I have a good PC. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, I don't even I got, have a PC because I, I don't 30, care. I 3070, baby. Okay? Oh, damn. You know Flexing. You know right, I don't have a PC. I have a Mac because I don't care to game on PCs anymore. I, mm -hmm. I gamed on, on them back in the day with, I'll show you how old it, it was, back when World of Warcraft was new, okay? That's how long ago I used to game on PC. And I had a lot of frustrations on PC. And I know there's a lot of PC guys out there that'll tell you, uh, that, that stuff doesn't happen nowadays. It's pretty much carefree gaming. It's, it's easy, it's just as easy as console, blah, blah, blah. But then I still have friends that are on PC that still tell me some of that stuff that I got annoyed with still happens today. So, you know, I, I, I tend to believe my friends over the people that are just telling me online, oh, no, PC Master Race all the way. Uh, no, no problems here ever. You know, those guys, I don't believe them. Um, but even that, like for me, the Steam Deck, there's no appeal for me because it's a handheld. I don't like handhelds anyway. I have... A couple of uh, switches. I, I hardly ever played a, the, the, one of those switches that, that, that we had. And I I may have played um, a little bit of Mario Kart, but on the TV, I didn't play it in handheld mode. I don't care for that. Like for me, it's just handhelds are, are a waste of money for me. I, I, I won't use them. And I've bought handhelds in the past. I bought PSBs. I've had a Vita. I've had freaking... Uh, Game Boys, going all the way back to Game Boys, I, and I never really used them. I just wasted my money, and I'm not going to waste $500 on a PC in my pocket. Just not going to do it. So. Yeah, completely understandable. You know, these things, not everything's for everyone, and that's No, no, fine. no, and I don't yeah. hate on it. Like, if, you, if you're into it, great, fine, have fun with it. Uh, just not for me. Infinite Umbra, my brother, with the $5 What's Super up, Chat. He says, welcome back, Fonz, my brother. No better guest for your return than one of the most genuine people I've ever met in the community, in Luca. Oh, yes, and I've told her yeah. this before too. She really, I honestly, have. is one of the most genuine people. Um, I've told things to Luca, personal things that she's never told anybody else. I, she's very trustworthy. Bro, such a good person. Such yeah, a good. We've been friends for a very long years. time. Five, yeah, years five years now. So, yeah. RDX is five years old now, and that's what's that's where I met you is when we both. Mm -hmm basically got chosen out of the community to be on this show with some people that were like way above us in content mm -hmm. creation and yeah. everything else. And we're like, whoa, like it just kind of blew our minds. I'm sure 
it blew your mind as well. I was like, I, I can't believe I'm going to do this podcast with Dealer and, and Colt and, you know, all yeah, day. I, um, I didn't really know too much about, uh, I knew Dealer was on Xbox Nation, right? Mm -hmm. And then I didn't know anything about Colt. And then All Day, I remember you and All Day being on GRG and stuff. And, yep. you know, All Day used to be on Zaire's channel a lot. So that's where I knew him from. But, like, we had never really spoken before. So it was just, like, a bunch of strangers getting together and like it was it was really weird yeah. and it's like yeah. i remember dealer because at the time he was like okay now let's get into party chats together let's play some games together and stuff like you know in the beginning and we all kind of vibed everything clicked and it, it was really nice and then um you and i hit it off really good like we were talking yeah. for a lot like behind the scenes and stuff and i was like man luke is cool you know and yeah. uh so it, it sucks you had to leave the show at the time. I remember what, a couple of years in, you had to leave. You were doing some school and stuff. Yeah. But uh, you're still an OG. You're still always welcome there. And uh, it's, yeah, we have we have a blast yeah. every time you come back. Yeah, but, I still have a really good relationship with um, those dealer. guys. Like me and, yeah. me and Dealer, like that's my big brother. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like we were yep. just playing some uh, It Takes Two a couple of days ago. And we are having a lot of fun with it and hanging out with Zocker in the party and stuff. And I still talk to Colt and everything and me and all day, like all day does the podcast with me, my podcast. Yeah, with me yeah. And stuff, so, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I, um, you know, we're all really good friends. You know, I'll never forget that time when all day and dealer tried to convince us to buy that Fortnite beta, but I was like, no, man, oh. no, <laughs> no, ma'am. And you're like, Oh, I'll, I'll pick you know it what? up. You know, <laughs> you guys are going to hear the story again. And I don't care. Maybe some of you haven't heard it in the chat, but so I'm, I'm minding my own business, as Luke would say, my own ho-ass business, all right? No, but I'm sitting there doing my thing, and I'm playing my video games. I'm in party chat with Dealer and all day, and they tell me, hey, uh, Fonz, you really need to try this game, you know? And it was, I was like, what? And they're like, Fortnite, it's really fun. And I'm like, oh, what, what do you do? And they said, oh, you build bases and stuff, and you have to stop the zombies from coming in. It's kind of like a tower defense, but it's really fun. You play co-op. And I'm like okay, I guess I'll try it. And they're like, yeah, it's 40 bucks. So I spend the $40. And as I'm downloading the game and I jump into the game, right on the first screen, it says beta. And I already get pissed. And I start going, you guys made me spend $40 on a beta. I said, a beta. They should be paying us for betas. You know, yeah, I was getting was pissed off. Save, save the world edition or whatever. Yes. Like, and so then I was like this, Luca. I go, okay. Whatever, I get into it, and immediately, I'm, I'm like, how do I do this? How do I do that? And they're like, okay, you just build this this way and stuff. And I'm starting to build a house, and I'm going, I don't like this. I don't like anything about this game. And so 15 minutes goes by, and, and we're playing together, mind you. And they're like, so how are you liking the game, Fonz? I go, what? Oh, I just got a refund for it. 15 minutes, <laughs> I, I got a refund yeah. within 15 minutes of play, right. and they were I laughing. Mean, like rightfully so because like i said i remember being in a party with them and they were trying to convince me to buy it i was like no i looked it up that's that's a beta no i'm not spending 40 dollars yep. on this like so yeah but when i heard they got you to get it i was like oh damn fine yeah, yeah but I, I hey hey <laughs> thank goodness for microsoft and their you. refund yeah. policy because i was not about to have that beta in my life uh, for 40 dollars. no mm -hmm. no thank no you no way there was no way, man. And then they, they stopped playing it shortly after No, that, and that's know, the so. funny thing. They got mad at me because they got a refund. They go, man, you quit on everything. You, I can't believe that. You know, they were making fun of me. And, and not even a week later, they're like, oh, we don't play that anymore. It's trash. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah. you see? 
But anyway, it's just one of those things that sometimes friends get you to do dumb things. But uh, I still love Dealer. Still, uh, I still love you, bro. Yeah. But man, that was messed up. All day, that was messed up. Yeah, they really, I mean, like I said, they got you, man. I, yeah. They weren't going to get me, though. That's that was not like, as, no oh, way. Oh, that's not as bad as one of my PlayStation friends. He got me to buy Drive Club, the $120 edition at the time. Oh, man. Because uh, we're going to play this all the time. This is great. And and back then, I was okay with the racers. I was like, okay, I, I'll play it. I'll play it with you. So I, I spent the money, and I hated the, uh, the way it felt. It did not feel good at all. Drive Club is pretty but it doesn't feel good. Man, I wasted a hundred and something bucks. And no, PlayStation did not refund me. They just, no. That's tough, man. Well, I, I have a recent thing. I got Elden Ring on Xbox because um, my friend said he'd play it with me. And has he played it with me, Fonz? Has he played mm -hmm. it with me? No, he, he hasn't played with me. All right. So I'm just like, all right, well, I guess I'll just, I got all the way up to um, Morgoth and I stopped playing. So oh. I just, you know, like whatever, I guess, but... It's a good yeah. game, so I guess it doesn't really matter. It's a fantastic game. It's my game of the year. So yeah, it's currently my game of the year too. Yep. So. Yep. Hargeet Shani says Elden Ring started uh, development in early 2017, five years to release. Most AAAs are five plus years for developers. We're just impatient when it comes to Xbox. What do you think about that statement? Well, considering that in 2018 was what four years ago. Right? Like four mm -hmm. years ago? Four yes. or five years ago? Something like yes, that. Four. Uh, since it was four years ago, and we were talking about Playground and Ninja Theory and Obsidian, with the, which would be Avowed, Fable, and uh, Hellblade. Yeah. I think we're, we're, we're one, one, one more year until it hits that five year mark. Where are these games at? <laughs> where, where are they? We don't even know when they're coming out. So it's like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, like Xbox has games coming out this year. Like, they do. Just nothing for me. Nothing for Luca, unfortunately. You know yeah. Saying? Well, n nothing for me in terms of AAA anyway. There's there's yeah. no AAA first party game for, for anybody, really. Um, they don't have one. So, next year, uh, of course, you know, should be, I sh I'm going to say, should be a different story. Because supposedly they have a lot coming next year, Starfield included. Uh, you know, they've got their uh, Forza uh, Motorsport um, that we all thought was coming at the end of this year, right? Remember, that was going to be the savior. In 2022, holiday, it was going to be Forza Motorsport. That didn't happen, unfortunately. But I do see that coming right away next year, first quarter. Uh, we're supposed to get Starfield the first half. I don't know. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see about uh, Starfield. But Starfield, how do you feel about Starfield? It's showing anyway on the Xbox showcase. Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, I know, like, that's not the popular answer, not that I really care. But, like, I, I thought it was great. I'm a big fan of Fallout 4. Me and you have talked about Fallout 4 mm -hmm. before. And it looks like it looks like a Bethesda game and that's what I'm, that's what I want. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's, it's not a problem for me. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to jump in on that. What you just said there, cause you said it looks like a Bethesda game and that's what I want. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm in the same camp. However, had they come out with something that looked even better, like, you know, like uh, unreal engine five, 
you know, or, or some crazy looking game that looked hyper realistic. Um, would that not what would that not be something that you'd want? From well, Bethesda as, they, as well. As soon as they said Creation Engine two, I was just like, well, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. And it I know does what to look expect. Better so, than their older games, right? You know, I mean, like, we can yeah, agree with that. It does no, it does. I'm just saying, it's like you know. Why like, are people would, so listen, hard would, on Bethesda? I would, I would love if they use a different engine. Like I, I promise you. But but that. why are they being so tough on them when this is what you should have expected? There is an evolutionary jump from Fallout Four to this game. You can't tell me you can look at both of them and not see the difference with the faces and the way they look. No, they still got some of that dead eye stare, yes. But the faces themselves look a lot different. The the lighting alone in the game looks a lot better. There's so much there that looks better than the original games. The shooting looks better. And of course, we can't tell until we actually get it in our hands. But it does look improved. I see a lot of improvement there. I don't understand why people are so hard on Bethesda. When showing a Bethesda game in a trailer isn't really going to shine for a Bethesda game. Like, Bethesda is all about that narrative and about that exploration and about, you know, really getting into the game and, and finding all the little details and things within um and 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 again the the quest logs the the, the narrate uh, the the narrative and stuff like that it's not about visuals with bethesda per se so you're not ever going to see i don't think i've ever watched a bethesda trailer and thought oh my god it looks so incredible i have always looked at bethesda um, trailers and, and went that's can that looks like a lot of fun i can't wait to get into the narrative i know it's going to have it's that sort of mindset that I have as a Bethesda fan. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting more and expecting more. Uh, I yes. want to preface what I'm about to say with that. But at the same time, like um, like the community that we're in, they're going to use anything for like console war stuff. Mm -hmm. So like it was it was never really going to matter. You know what I'm saying? Like regardless of how it looked, people would have come out and found something to complain about. And that's just kind of how it is. Like the only people I take, honestly, the only people I take seriously when it comes to uh, certain titles are people who I know are fans of the studio or of the franchise. So I'll like, you know, uh, Cassie in the chat, she's a big Bethesda fan. I watched her video on Starfield and what her issues were. And I'm like, okay, that's valid. But like for some random who has no intention on playing this game, never had any intention on playing this game and is just coming through and talking mess in order to get in with the console war, I really don't care about what they have to say. You know what I'm saying? Because I know yeah. it's just coming from a, I just want a console war. I'm just going to use this as a console war talking point. Yeah, and he, I, I see Cassie in the chat. She said, we're tired of Bethesda being Bethesda. And I know a lot of fans say that. But I want to know exactly what that means in terms of looking at Starfield at this time. Again, you can't really tell how the game is going to be based on a Bethesda trailer just showing you a bit of gameplay. Like, They'd have to go through a whole first mission to see, okay, now that's Bethesda being Bethesda or that's not the Bethesda I want or this is not as good as, say, Fallout New Vegas in terms of choices or, you know, that's the sort of stuff that intrigues me about Bethesda games. Like, I want to have more choices and stuff. And that's kind of what Todd has alluded to when he's talked about it. And I know Todd says yes, a lot yes. of things. You know, Todd's my favorite liar. You know I, what I'm I know. saying? Todd says a lot of things. <laughs> 16 times the detail. I'll never forget that. But, he, you know, Bethesda games are about that narrative and about their world and about exploration. And I think we're going to get 
that, you know, we're going to get tons of that in Starfield. I don't see uh, the, the big issue based on what we've seen so far. And mind you, this is a game that's been delayed as well. So it's not like it's coming out tomorrow and it, it you know, that's its final form. So, I, I, again, I don't see the issue. I think people are just making mountains out of molehills. Yeah, again, you mentioned it, the fanboy war and all that. People are upset. Just, they want to throw anything they can at Xbox, at Bethesda, whatever it may be. Um, you know, because there are Bethesda haters outside of the whole it being with Xbox. There's a lot yeah, of people who just don't like Bethesda. Honestly speaking, like the amount of bugs that come out with their games, I don't blame people for having an issue with them. I oh, get it. I get it. I, I definitely get it. get it, but it is what it is. And and and, and that's something that I, I think, and I've said it before. I know that this game's going to have a bunch of bugs. I, I know it will. Um, every We're game we played, you know how many times I came out of Fallout 4 out of one of my buildings and that dude with the traveler with the big bull, it, it, they'd both be on my roof. And I'd be like, what the, how do you get up there? Yeah, I remember that. I had that happen to me too. Yeah. But damn, do I love creating those bases and, and I'll well, be able to do that. The base building was so much fun. It's so bad. Dude. I, like, I was I, addicted to doing I it. I was addicted to that. And I told people, I must have put like 50 hours alone into, into just base building. Like I did it to the point where I ran out of room on the console to even put another piece up. It says, you do not have space anymore to build any more bases. You are addicted. Go play something else. Go do a yeah. go do a mission. No, That's it was definitely. It um, I really did enjoy. I, I enjoyed the building aspect. Yeah. Of it, yeah. So so the base building in Starfield, along with the ship building, is very intriguing to me. Very me intriguing. Too, so. Like I said, I I personally I'm looking forward to it, but I, I can understand people who are fans having an issue. I get that for sure. Yeah. The the one thing I will say is, you know, some of the things look much improved while other things don't. There was a few shots where they showed and I'm like, really, what are they doing there with the trees? OK, where they showed the uh, the the big common area where there was a bunch of people in that one city and they showed the trees and the trees looked like they were like pancakes. They didn't look right. They, they just it looked bad. Mm -hmm. um, but everything else looked decent. I'm like, okay, that looks cool. But why couldn't you do anything with those trees? So that, it's just little details like that that I don't personally like. The number one thing I will say about the game is it better have a 60 frames per second mode because I need that nowadays. Luke, I'm sure you feel the same way. I That's do, yeah. needed. Yeah. Well, I'm getting the game on PC. So, yeah. oh, oh, to, oh, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Miss, Miss 3070 here. She's going to. Yeah, Flex no, I again. mostly, I've, I've always wanted to play around with mods. Like, that's been something I've wanted for yeah. literal years now. And that's, like, that was my main reason I wanted a PC. And then, and then to play some, like, older titles at, at a higher frame rate. Like, I'm I'm replaying Far Cry 3. And it's amazing. Like, that's such a good game. game. What that's, a great fucking game, dude. My favorite Far Cry game is 3. That was the only it's, one I did everything in. Everything it's on that map. Phenomenal. I even did the stupid races. Just because yeah. I wanted to do everything. No, it, it's great. So I'm I'm playing that on PC now, and uh, yeah, and I'll I'll play Starfield on PC just for the modding experience because I've never had that before, and I I want to have that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Let me get to Lord Roughness Super Chats. He's got a couple of them here. Welcome back, Fonz, Mr. Show, and hi to Luca. It's great hi. to put a face to the name. I've been supporting. Have a Thank great you, show, guys. 
Yeah, he's got another one here. Um, he said uh, $55 on Anthem day one, and it still hurts. And yeah, that's tough, man. I didn't buy it. Uh, Anthem was one of those games that I personally played the beta for and thought, okay, I'm not dealing with loading screens as I'm walking or flying in, in into just big common areas. Like there was parts where you were flying into this one area and all of a sudden it just loaded and then you continued to fly in the same area. And I'm like, I'm not dealing with this. Yeah. Actually one of my buddies bought me Anthem and I felt so bad about that game not working. I gave him $60, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Man. I'm so sorry that you bought me this nonsense. Here, here's $60. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, man. It, it was it was tough, man. It was very, very tough. Erotimus says, yo, Fonz, who is this young lady? <laughs> What's up, Sid, homie? Erotimus was good. As if he doesn't know who you are. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah no, He's no, been I in your chats many times. Yeah, yeah I've seen no. him. <laughs> um, yeah, Cassie says, some silly bugs are fun and being glitched out of being able to start entire major quest lines is depressing. I've not had that happen to me in a Bethesda game. Now, I've, I've been glitched out in certain areas, but I've not been glitched out of quest lines. Which, uh, but I definitely believe it happens. Oh, I'm not, I'm not disputing that. Uh, yeah. it, it did happen to me in Assassin's Creed. Um, I got glitched out of a storyline with uh, getting the full Thor armor cert in Valhalla, and it pissed me off because I needed one more piece, and the quest giver will not even give me the time of day. He just looks at me, and I'm just like, please, can I have it? Nope, you're not going to have it. And uh, I've tried everything, and it's a known bug, and there's nothing you can do about it. And it's so known that so many forums are filled talking about this, yet do you think that Ubisoft did anything about it? No, it's still there to this day. Yeah, that's tough, buddy. Yep, it sucks. And I hate when games do that because I, you want to, especially when you're enjoying it, you want to like praise the game. And then when something like that happens, it gets you upset. And just like Cassie said, you get depressed about it. It's like, damn it. Like, let me no, finish I, it. I don't get depressed. I get angry. And then oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah, tell, tell everyone how I feel too. Remember my State of Decay rant? Oh, one night. at midnight yeah yeah, yeah at yeah. midnight god what was i doing man i don't know but yeah uh if i if, if um if there's listen bugs are the only thing i will not tolerate when it comes to these games you know what i'm saying so oh i remember i, I was in an rdx ranting about state of decay too when that came out yeah. i was like um my car literally got stuck in a guardrail like how does that even happen it like just molded into the guardrail and wouldn't get unstuck but anyway, things like that happen. And uh, we got a super chat here from Gaming Forte. He says, welcome back, bro. My Sundays are complete. Not really, um, but thank you. And that audio sound fire, shout out to the uh, Roadcaster Pro 2. Yes, the Roadcaster Pro 2 is what you and I are both using now. Forte, that's awesome. Hey, Mama Luca, remember to blink twice if endangered fawns. Okay. It's an inside joke. If I'm endangered, yeah. Yeah, because let me tell you something, okay? I just find it cute that Nautical was on my show saying, Luca, you've lost your edge. Luca, you're so nice now. Like, you don't go after people anymore, right? He says that, but in the same month, mm -mm. in the same month, claims that I can, like, I'm intimidating people. You know what I'm saying? She like, is. She's a bully. Don't which don't let her fool it, you. Don't, you know, don't let this... this, this four foot two 
uh, young lady fool you. She is a bully. She's one of the biggest bullies in the community. So much so that I haven't argued with her since like 2017. That's true. You haven't. Yeah. Which I think is very funny. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. Like, it's just like, yes, Luca, you're right. You're right. (laughs) Yep. Uh huh. Even if I don't believe it, I'm just like, you know, or sometimes, sometimes she has the, the ability to convince me that she's right. And I'm like, oh, no. I think about it later and I go, wait a oh. minute. What? And I just let it go, though. I don't say anything yeah. because I don't want that repercussion. I don't want any business with Luca. No, no, no. Don't want that. Um, yeah. So I'm any, a nice person. Anyway, Luca. I know the show was kind of uh, uh, not great today, guys. I apologize. You know, there's not a lot to talk about this week. But I I guarantee that if something, if something doesn't pop up this week, um, uh, well, I'm not going to guarantee anything. Scratch that. Not going to guarantee. But I will be back next week, regardless if there's something good to talk about or not. I can't guarantee a, a, a better show, but I'm going to try to get more sounds onto this thing. Like I said, I, you know, I don't have my whole studio or whatever, but I'm going to try to do that because it's not the same when I do five questions and I don't have the ding. It's not yeah, the shout same. out to me for getting all of them right. <laughs> but Luca here got all of them right. Before we go, though, though Luca, I need you to tell everybody, tell everybody out there where they could find you and tell them a little bit about Legion of Scum. We need yes. to hear about it. All right, so uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at the Ash and Luca. Um, I host a podcast called Scumcast every Saturday at 6 p.m. Central Time, which is 7 p.m. Eastern, which is 4 p.m. Pacific. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we we cover gaming in the first half, and then we'll do like things going on in the world. So any real life events, uh, anything in the media, so like movies, TV shows, that kind of thing. Um, we'll cover like things going around. Like we talked about that McDonald's thing with that baby mama drama and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll cover all those topics and we just like to have fun with it. Um, what else did you ask me to do? It's just a fun show. That was, no, I was just having you talk about Scumcast and your legion of scum. Oh yeah. And then like my, 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 uh, channel members and my people were called, were called the legion. I don't know. Like legion of scum. Legion of scum. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You, know you should have called so. them scum gu- guzzlers. Yeah, I mean, I I did a poll. I was like, should we do scum guzzlers? And people, for some reason, voted against it. I don't know why, man. So, you know Shout out to the scum guzzlers. I mean, shout Legion out, of Scum. Shout out to the scum guzzlers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, that's shout pretty out, bad. Yeah, shout out to my peoples, man. Shout out to my peoples. But yeah, thank you for coming on, Luca. And it's always a you know pleasure to talk to you. But uh Next time uh, I have you on, we'll definitely have some newsworthy topics. Um, again, just one of those things where there just wasn't shit to talk about today. Anyways, yeah, no folks, worries, man. Nothing going until on, next so time, awesome. game on.